Thanks for that reading. Joseph, thank you for being here this morning. And uh, it is a wonderful thing to be able to, bless, to worship God, our Creator, together on a beautiful day like today in a comfortable place like this, minus the mouse. But uh, it's still comfortable. That's why the mouse is here, because it's still comfortable. We have a well-known account in Genesis chapter 1 that Joseph just read for us of God. And in our image, according to our likeness. And he did that in verse 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. God created man in his own image. God gave man a soul like him, a spiritual being, a spirit. We are physical beings, but we're also spiritual beings like God. We have the ability to understand right and wrong. But people today and people throughout time, like so many other things, have turned this truth on its head. And instead of appreciating this truth and seeking to honor the one who created us by living like he would have us to live, instead people today are living how they want to live. And they are, by doing so, endeavoring to create God after their image. Instead of honoring the fact that God created us in his own image, Many are creating God in their image, doing exactly the opposite of that. Paul said this was going on in Romans chapter 1. Turn in your Bibles with me to Romans chapter 1. People were creating God in their own image in Romans chapter 1. Let's look at verse 22 beginning in Romans chapter 1. These people began to be lifted up in their pride, and it says in Romans 1 verse 22... Professing to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. People in Paul's day were creating a God that was like them. People today in the 21st century are creating a God that is like them. They're creating God in their image. And it's happening all around us. The danger is that it could be happening to us as well. That we could be creating God in our image. We need to be aware of how that looks so we avoid that in our lives. I want to tell you this morning, when we change how God is to our image, it will open the door to all types of apostasy in our life. It is leading to apostasy in the world around us and it's leading to the apostasy of folks in the church today if we're not careful. I am creating a God in my own image, first off, when I assume that God looks like me. Personification is an easy thing to do. Many years ago, this television show, Mr. Ed, where they figured out a way to make the horse's lips move, let everyone do believe, that the horse was talking. And in the TV show Lassie, they got the dog to nod his head, and everybody believed that the dog was agreeing that there was a boy trapped in the abandoned mine shaft, and they needed to go rescue him. We begin to personify things. You go to the zoo, and you see that orangutan or that gorilla. He sure looks a lot like a person. He must be sitting there thinking about something. 
Well, he's probably just thinking about what he wants to eat. We personify things. And I want to tell you, this is a simple thing to, to see, but when we person, begin to personify God and begin to, begin to think that God looks like us, looks like me, then we can begin to think he's a lot like me. Just like we begin to think that horse is like me because he can move his lips. Maybe he's talking. Back in Romans 1, verse 23, they became, professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of God to the incorruptible God, of the glory of the incorruptible God to an image made unto like unto corruptible men. When we begin to think that God looks like me, it's very easy to begin to think that he is like me. God does not look like me. He doesn't look like a man. God doesn't look like us. I'm going to tell you also that we begin to create a God in our own image when we begin to think and assume that God thinks like I do. We do this when we go to God in prayer, don't we? We're faced with a challenging situation in our lives and we go to God in prayer thinking God sees it just like we do. And so we go to God and say, God, please help it work out like X, Y, and Z. Work it out just like this. We're assuming that we see things and we, th and we uh, think things like God thinks. So we've got it all figured out for God. We do this when we presume to understand and think what God thinks because He thinks about certain things like we do. I think that this is okay. I'm of the opinion that this is justified. It's my opinion that there's nothing wrong with this. We are creating a God in our own image, aren't we? When we think God thinks the same way we do about certain things. I was talking with a man many years ago about the Bible, and I was saying a lot in our discussion, well, I think this and I think that, and he stopped me. He said, I don't care what you think. What does God think about it? And he was right. I think needs to come out of our vocabulary when we're talking about scriptural and spiritual things. It needs to be what the Bible says. I'm creating a God in my own image when I think that God thinks about things the same way I do. We do this when we presume that God will give us a pass in judgments for sins that he's condemned. You ever talked with somebody or have you ever thought this to yourself? Well, I just can't see how God would hold someone accountable for that. Yes, they didn't do what the Bible said, but I just can't see how God would hold somebody accountable for that. Or maybe it's on a subject where God has been clear. We recently talked about homosexuality and how many in our society today are saying, well, I think God's okay with that. I can't see how God would have any problem with that. Aren't we making a God in our own image? When we project our thoughts on God, I don't think God will have a problem with that. We've made God in our own image. And others are saying, well, I just can't see how a loving God could send anyone to hell. It doesn't make sense to me. That's not what I would do. That's not, that doesn't, I guess I, God has to think like I think. I can't see how any God could send someone to hell. When we do that, when we think that God thinks like us, we have made God in our own image. In Isaiah 55, verse 8, 
beginning. Isaiah 55, verse 8, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. God doesn't think like we think. And when we presume that He does, we have made God in our image, and it will not end well. God does not think like we think. We need to take, I think, out of our vocabulary when it comes to talking about what's right and what's wrong. We need to take our, I think, out of our vocabulary when we start talking about what God would want and what He doesn't want. God does not think like we think. I want to tell you that God doesn't like what we like. And when we begin to assume that God likes what I like, then I begin to make God in my own image. You know, there are a lot of people in our society today who say they ought to be able to worship God in a way that they like. And we talk about the way that we worship God with music. We talk about the fact that God does not authorize instrumental music in the church today. Well, the instant response you're going to get was, I like it. I like the organ. I like the piano. I like the rock concert with the light show and the fog machines. I like the band. I like the choir. I like it. That's the argument you get. Because if I like it, well, God must like it, is the thought. And when we say that, when we have that attitude, we are making God in our own image. There are others who say, well, I ought to be able to live my life in a way that pleases me. If it makes me happy, that's the way I ought to live because, after all, God wants me to be happy. And if I like it, God will like it. I've made God in my own image. We hear people who say, well, I'm justified in leaving my wife and my children and starting another family because it makes me happy. And if I like it, well, God will be okay with that. God likes what I like. If I begin to seek the material over the spiritual, because I think that'll bring me fulfillment and it'll make me happy, well, God will be happy with that. If I get my priorities out of kilter and out of whack, if it makes me happy, that'll be what makes God happy. I'm making God in my own image. If it makes me happy to define love, as being something that just accepts others in their sin. That if I embrace others, as we're seeing in comments on the internet today, if I embrace others in their sin and I call that love, that makes me happy and makes me feel like I'm enlightened, well, then God will be happy with that. If it makes God ha me happy, it'll make God happy. If, if I like it, God will like it. I've made God in my own image. In Malachi chapter 1, in Malachi chapter 1, verse 11, these people had done just that. They thought that they were doing what God wanted them to do, and God said, I'm not happy with that. They were plenty happy with how they were serving God. God wasn't happy, and they had made God in their own image. In Malachi 1, verse 11, For from the rising of the sun even to its going down, my name shall be great among the Gentiles. In every place incense shall be offered to my name and a pure offering. For my name shall be great among the nations, says the Lord of hosts, but you profane it. In that you say, the table of the Lord is defiled, and its fruit, its food is contemptible. And you say, oh, what a weariness. And you sneer at it, says the Lord of hosts. 
And you bring the stolen and the, the lame and the sick, thus you bring an offering, should I accept it at your hand, says the Lord. They, have, they had profaned the, the Lord. They were offering or worship to God that he had no use for. They had no problem with that. They assumed that God thought about things the way they thought about things, that if they liked it, it was okay. And God is not like us. And when we begin to think that God is like us, we begin to make man, God in man's image. I'll tell you this morning that we also are making God in our own image when we assume that God will respond to things like we respond to things. If I've lived with a certain sin in my life and God hasn't struck me dead for that sin, the temptation is to assume that He must be okay with it. I've cheated on my taxes for years and I've never gotten caught. I guess it's okay. God must be okay with it. God hasn't struck me with a lightning bolt for that. I'm probably okay. He's probably okay with that. I've harbored evil thoughts and it hasn't killed me yet. Maybe these evil thoughts are okay. I've engaged in secret sins and no one has found out. And things seem to be going okay in my life. Maybe God's okay with that. We even get more pragmatic than that. I've lied to keep my job, and you know what happened? I got promoted. God must be blessing me with that. God must be okay with a little lie every now and then, because look at the blessings that are coming from that. I've let my priorities shift. I've placed the material over the side. God must be blessing me in that. Maybe God's okay with a little shift in my priorities. And then we look at others around us. And we look at the guy across the street, and he couldn't care less about God. And look how good his life looks. Maybe I'm a little too serious about my religion. The guy across the street lives a worldly life, and look how good he's got. He just got a new boat the other day. He's got a great big house. Everything must be okay. Maybe I've got things out of whack. God must be okay with all of this. Because, you know, if it was me, and if I was God... I would probably strike him dead, but God hasn't done that. So maybe God's okay with it. Maybe God responds like a person would respond. Have we made God in our own image? In 2 Peter chapter 2, or 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 3, Peter talks about some people who were going to make God in their own image, begin to project their thinking about how they would respond on God. In first, Second Peter chapter 3, beginning verse 3, knowing this first, that scoffers will come in the last days, walking according to their own lust, and saying, Where is the promise of His coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. These people were saying, you know, if it was us, if we were going to exact this judgment, we would have already done that. And it hasn't come yet, so maybe it isn't going to happen. Maybe God's okay with all of this. When we assume that God responds the way that we will respond, we begin to create God in our own image. And finally, this morning, I want to tell you I'm creating a God in my own image when I assume that God changes His mind. I change my mind about a lot of things. I used to not like broccoli. I'll order it now. 
I used to think that I would never see myself as a gray-headed, middle-aged man, and I'm pretty cool with that now. I've changed, changed a lot. How many times have you thought, well, you never thought I'd, you'd see yourself doing this or that, and you did it. You could have never seen yourself liking this or that, and you like it now. Shuffleboard's looking like a pretty good sport for me these days. I think I might like it now. We change. Sometimes we think God is like this, that God will change. God has said certain things are a sin. Divorce, an unlawful remarriage. He says that was a sin, but that was a long time ago. Homosexuality, the role of women, the role of men, the role of children. He had some pretty strict rules about that, but that was a long time ago. He didn't, he didn't know what it's like living in 2022. Maybe he's changed. Maybe he's changed his mind. You know, God was pretty clear and definitive that lying is a sin. But, you know, I was really in a bind. I didn't see any way around it. If I'd told the truth, I really would have hurt her feelings. Corrupt speech. You know, he said that, that we shouldn't let any corrupt speech come out of our mouth. But you know what? I was really aggravated. And I think God understands that. Maybe he'll change his teaching on that for me in these situations. And God says I need to be separate from the world. But he didn't know how bad it was going to get. So I think he'll be okay with me having a little bit of worldliness in my mind now, in my life now. God said he was going to bring every deed into judgment. But I think he'll let this slide. I think he'll change for me. I think God will make some adjustments for me. I think he'll change his mind on some of that when he sees how it is going for me. In Numbers chapter 23, verse 19, we see that God doesn't change his mind. Numbers 23, verse 19, God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son, or has he spoken, and will he not make it good? God doesn't change his mind. And when I begin to think that he will, when I begin to think that he'll give me a pass for this or that because of the situation I'm in, I've begun to make God in my own image when I assume that he'll change his mind. I'm creating God in my own image when I begin to think that God looks like me, when I begin to think that he thinks like me, when I begin to think that he likes what I like, when he responds the way that I would respond. When he would change his mind, I begin to think that God is like me. And I want to tell you, when I begin to make God in my own image, it's not God anymore, is it? I may still call it Jehovah. I may still call him Jehovah, but he's not. He's an idol. When I begin to make him like me, I turn God into an idol. And that is what so many in the world around us have done today. Folks today who call themselves Christian who are doing just this. And the danger is here for us as well. In Psalm 50, verse 21. In Psalm 50, verse 21, notice what God says. These things you have done, and I kept silent. You thought that I was altogether like you. But I will rebuke you and set them in order before your eyes. God says, you know what? You thought you were okay because I didn't say anything about it. You thought I was just like you, but I'm not like you. 
God's not like us. And let us avoid the temptation of making him like us. I tell you, God is going to judge us for how we live our lives. He's not going to make exception for me. He's not going to change his mind. He's not going to say, oh, well, since you thought it was a good idea, I'm cool with that. Oh, since you liked that, since that made you happy, that's okay. I just want you happy. No, God's going to judge us according to his word. Are we prepared for that judgment? If you're not prepared this morning, we would encourage you to make your life right before it's too late. And if we can help, will you let us know while we stand and sing?